Welcome to Truth Be Told, our weekly podcast. We're in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 5, and we'll be starting with verse 6, and we will be moving forward. I uh, pray that you are doing well and that God is blessing you. I pray that you are using this time to get closer to Him, to walk with Him, and to be more obedient to Him in these troubled times. Uh, Let us go to our Father in a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for feeding us and giving us our daily bread. We ask that you forgive us of our sins and our shortcomings. Walk us through our lesson, Father, and uh, help us to remember those things that are important as we gather ourselves together so that we will be prepared when you come. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're going to look at chapter 5, and we're going to read verses 6 through 11. And it goes like this. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. This passage discusses God's unbelievable love. It shows the great depth of justification. The passage also gives one of the clearest definitions of agape love. It actually shows the meaning of agape love. Agape love goes much farther than philo love. Philo love is brotherly love, a love that gives itself for a brother. But agape love is a new kind of love. It is a godly love, a sacrificial love, a love that gives itself for those without strength, for the ungodly, for sinners, and for enemies. We were ungodly and powerless, yet Christ died for us. We were sinners, yet God demonstrated his love for us. We were enemies, yet God reconciled and saved us. And we will uh, take a deeper look at the word reconcile, uh, not, maybe not, to, uh, not today during this cast, but uh, we will I'll definitely get to that because it's important that we understand that. So let's look at some some more things before we get there. We were ungodly and powerless. Okay, this is what the Bible tells us in verses 6 and 7. We were ungodly and powerless. Okay, we were without strength, weak, worthless, useless, helpless, hopeless, destitute, powerless, We were spiritually worthless, useless, and unable to help even ourselves. My soul is weary of my life 
I will leave my complaint upon myself. I will speak I will speak in the bitterness of my soul. Job chapter 10 verse 1. For my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength faileth because of mine iniquity and my bones are consumed. Psalms 31 and 10. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. 1 Thessalonians 4.13 And that at that time ye were without Christ, having no hope and without God in the world. Brothers and sisters, before Jesus Christ died on the cross, we were lost. We were alienated. We were outside of the commonwealth of Israel, and we had no hope at all. So in other words, if God was merciful to us, we should be merciful to our brethren as well. Okay? So we were ungodly. We were not like God different from God, profane, having a different lifestyle than God. God is godly. That is, he is perfect. Man is ungodly, meaning what? He is not perfect, okay? He is not like God. He is imperfect, okay? Let's see if we can find something here in Scripture. The Bible says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud boasters, inventors of evil, evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Romans chapter 1, verse 28 and 32, well, 28 through 32. You read that. Reread that again. So, and understand all of these things that I just read to you, it's going on right now in America. Right now in America, everything that I read to you, this uh, disrespectful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, uh, implacable, unmerciful, uh, you, you, we, we, we're all those things. So that means we're not friends with God. And the more you do those things, the less and less God is going to be patient. After a while, he's going to have to judge. He's going to have to judge. He can't just let things go on the way they're going on. I mean, we, we, we're just out of control. You remember when he says that it grieved him that he created man, you know, because all his thoughts were of evil. And look at us now. Look at us. Not, not everybody. Not all of us. Thank God there's, a, there's, there's more of us who are like God, who are trying to be like God, than there is that are, that is not like God. I would like to say this real clear, is that 
because you have so much social media, so many TV channels, news on all day, it seems like they outnumber us, like they, they're we're the minority. But the bottom line is, people, all of us who believe in God, I don't care where you come from, I don't care what color you are, I don't care about your financial status. If you believe that God is God and Jesus Christ is his son and he died on the cross for our sins and then he rose on the third day and he sits at the right hand of God right now and he intercedes for you and I and all the good things that happen on this earth is happening through him if you're one of those believers then we all need to get together and fight sin we need to fight sin that's what this is about this is not about what we see this is about what we do not see this is a battle with sin and we can win if we fight with jesus jesus will fight our battle for us okay that's what this is about this is about us understanding who we belong to and the power that we have it's also understanding the obedience that he requires of us if we do things the way he wants us to do them then all things are going to work out for our good but if we try to keep up with the world we're going to get just what the world get the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life so it was in due time that Christ died for us. It was in God's appointed time, his destined time, appropriate time. Men had to be prepared for Christ before God could send him into the world. Men had to learn that they were without strength and ungodly, that they needed a savior. This was the purpose of the Old Testament and the law to show man or men that they were sinful, okay? So that that is why that came into play you didn't know you were sinning until god told you what sin was so in essence you wouldn't have been excused from doing it just because you didn't know because what god don't like god don't like and he cannot allow sinful behavior back into the kingdom so what he did was he put a set of rules or laws out there and he said this is what you will not do because this is what they're doing and i'm going to put them out and put you in so we can't turn and do the same thing that they're doing so what we need to be careful is is that we're not adapting the ways of the world see that's where i'm calling on all all of us, we need to come together, all of us who are lovers of God and who are trying to keep sin from running rampant through our society. We are a Bible-based, Bible-believing Christian nation, and that's what we were founded on, and that's what we need to keep running it on. Christ died for us, okay? He died for each and every one of us, not just a few, not just the rich. He died for each and every one of us, okay? Christ died as our sacrifice. Christ died for our sacrifice, okay? He was the Passover sacrifice for us. That's what 1 Corinthians 5 and 7 says. He was our Passover. He was sacrificed for us. He had done nothing wrong. 
You and I are sinners, and he died for you and I. And what do we do? We compromise our lives. We allow Satan to take hold again into our lives, and we start accepting the things of the world. He said, now do not be conformed to the world. He said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So everything that God hates, you should hate. Period. You should not make excuses for anything that Jesus Christ went to the cross for. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ died on the cross for for uh, uh, for sexual immorality. He died on the cross so that we will be forgiven of our lying and our 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 ill uh, be, uh, behavior, the way we we talk, the way we were acting, the way we were treating each other. He went to the cross because we were living a life of sin, and that's what we're doing now. And when we don't say anything about it, we're just as guilty, okay? We're just as guilty. So remember, for if the blood of bulls and of goats had, and excuse me, and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctify it to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. It, that is Hebrews chapter 9, verses 13 through 14. You can't be dead and serve a living God. Okay? God is alive. God is alive. And if you are not serving him, you're dead. Christ died as our ransom being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 3, verse 24. Christ died as our propitiation, whom God has sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God. Romans chapter 3, verse 25. God's love is an uncommon and unbelievable love. Think about the illustration given in scripture. A very small number of people would sacrifice their own lives in order to save others. And a very few would sacrifice their lives for a great cause or leader they believe in okay so what what i'm what we're saying here is then there's few who would die give their lives for another christ gave his life for people who hate him and before we you know before we want to end our podcast we just want to say we are praying for our men and women who are in law enforcement who are trying to do it right who are trying to do it right and we are supporting you because you're trying to you're putting your lives on the line for those who you do not know so we're praying for you we're praying for the orphans and we're praying for widows we're praying for the seniors we're praying for those who are are being mis mistreated children who are, are are caught up in all of this sex trafficking in women, young girls. We need prayer, brothers and sisters, because we are this this world is 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 starting to look like Sodom and Gomorrah and we need to slow it down. And the only way to do that is with the blood of Jesus Christ. We need to pray and we need to stay prayed up. We need to stop giving in to the pressures 
of this world and stand firm in our beliefs in Jesus Christ. You've got to understand who you serve. you got to know who you serve. i got to share a story with you real fast and then I'll let you go. There's a stewardess and she's on a flight. There's an unruly uh, passenger on the plane. He's had a little bit too much to drink and he's giving her a hard time. But she never gets out of character. She stays calm and she stays relaxed and she tells him, Mr. If you don't calm down, I can pick up the phone and, and call and when we land this plane, there'll be a bunch of police officers waiting to take you to jail. So what she, what I'm saying is, make it like make a long story short, is she knew the power that she had. There was no need for her to argue, run up and down the house, fuss, cry, cuss, get all out of character. All she had to do was remember, I have that power, that authority. Well, listen to me. You have the freedom to serve God in the building, outside the building, in your car, on your job. They're closing us down. We need to fight back. Stand up to sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you're my strength and my redeemer. Thank you and God bless.